0: Take a look behind the curtain with a real
1: whistleblower and American Patriot. Prepare to embrace the uncomfortable truth because this program has no time for comforting lies. Here is civil liberties enthusiast, Second Amendment defender, and recovering FBI agent Kyle Serafin.
0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Kyle Serafin Show. Today is Wednesday, November the 22nd. I'm starting off very calmly because I've been highly caffeinated today, and today is Weird Wednesday. We've got some really strange stuff to share with you. Some of it is visually um, upsetting, and you won't be okay at the end of it. You're going to walk away, and you might need therapy. Some of it is audibly upsetting because you're afraid that you're going to be sharing this country with people that think this way. This is not a unique individual that's talking in, in weird ways, but apparently... Uh, but apparently they're allowed to broadcast it to everybody, and somebody has taken that as their talking points, and they're walking out of the world, and you may interact with that person when you're in a coffee line trying to get yourself caffeinated. You may have them uh, next to you in the cafeteria at lunch. I don't know if, you, if you're if you in high school. or high schoolers watching this, Ryan? I don't know. This is going to be a strange Maybe. show, and it's going to start off fast and furious with weird stuff. Today is one of those days. Oftentimes I say, listen, if you're listening on the audio channel and if you're just hearing us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, etc., you're going to want to come and check this out on Rumble. Today is the day when you're going to be glad that you're only seeing it through your ears, through the theater of the mind, because it's going to get awfully strange right off the bat. And the visual probably will never leave you. We've got some breaking footage, some footage that was leaked by a friend of ours in the Secret Service. This is going to upset you guys. There's a body cam from the Secret Service that you're going to see here in just one moment. Before that, I want to say thanks to my friends over at Catholic Vote. Uh, This show is brought to you by Catholic Vote. In many ways, you don't have to be Catholic to appreciate Catholic Vote. The word means universal, and they are America's top advocacy group for faith, family, and freedom, the things that we value here at the Kyle Serafin Show, and many of you do as well. You can give to them on the top right-hand side of their website at catholicvote.org. You can go in and do a monthly donation. You could do a daily donation, uh, or you could do a one-time donation as it it stands. Um, Feel free to support them. The stuff they're doing is important. Not only are they supporting our content, but more importantly, uh, they are suing the FBI and they are holding them accountable. And I'm going to call you attention to the first article in today's uh, loop, which you can always get by just putting your email in. Pro-abortion firebomber pleads guilty. There's a 30-year-old man who pled guilty to firebombing a Wisconsin Family Action Crisis Pregnancy Center. This is one of the very, very few instances of people being held accountable for the actions they took after the Dobbs decision leak. So check that one out. Catholic uh, Catholic Vote news feed coming in there. And you guys are going to want to see this. The guy's name is absolutely totally unpronounceable. I'm going to actually look at it here on the screen. It's Roy Chaudhuri. That's his last name. His first name is So that's a that's a thing that we have going on in Madison, Wisconsin, Man, Wisconsin has changed since I was a kid and I used to go there and go fishing. I never went to Madison I always went to the uh, the northern part of the state but not the same Wisconsin that I saw when I was a kid or my dad grew up in for sure. Let's go ahead and do this. I'm 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 um, I'm uncomfortable for all of you. This body cam footage that came from Secret Service is showing something that many of us suspect has been happening for quite a while. That uh, Joe Biden has been incontinent and been able to un- unable to control his bowels. And we actually have some footage of it, so we're going to share it with you right now. Video. This is what video number zero. I don't know. This is the breaking news stuff, guys. Hold on to your seats as you watch this. I think you're going to be as upset as I was when we found out that it was coming in. We're going to play it for you right now. Ryan, go ahead and roll that clip. <laughs> That's not okay. That's not okay. Nothing about that is okay. We can't have a president that is slithering around on the ground and leaving poop trails. I told you yesterday that you've never thought about snakes pooping, and now you cannot unsee that. You're going to have to go back and see it again. That's what happens when you feed the president tacos from Taco Bueno and not something upscale like Taco Bell. It appears to be one thing and it comes out the other. Um, All right, we're done playing with you a little bit. There actually is a lot of craziness happening in the world today, including craziness from uh, this article that we just saw in the Blaze, the Blaze Media. You guys may have seen this. Joe Scarborough declared uh, in an unhinged way, I will call it. He declared that Trump is going to execute, imprison and then also deport people. I don't know if we're planning on just filling the Gulf of Mexico up with the bodies of the imprisoned and then executed and deporting them offshore. I don't know what his plan is. I don't know where he got this briefing, but uh, the man is not well. And he's in this video with his hype woman. Everybody needs a hype man or a hype woman. You got a picture of this uh, this power couple here. Look at these people. These people are giving news to people who who listen to MSNBC If you're wondering, why do my neighbors not know anything? It's because Mika Brzezinski, this woman who's doing, I don't know, is that a move from uh, breakdancing or if it's a tango move or what's going on there? Why she's on a table? Whose table is that? There's obviously a drop cloth behind them, so they staged this. And then she thought, you know what looks really good? If I stand on two arms and one leg and kick my other foot in the air while wearing a dress, and then I look at you longingly. And he said, yeah, and then I'm going to lean back like I have no arms. Okay, let's do the no arms and foot in in the air picture. Uh, If you're not watching on Rumble, that's what you're missing out on is Mika Brzezinski fawningly looking at her husband and you're going to see her do similar things. They remind me of a couple that goes into uh, like at a a restaurant or something and they're having like a dinner table conversation with other couples. And then the woman is just sniping like her little crappy thoughts and they don't add anything. They sort of just make you more angry about the fact that she exists, not what she's saying. Let's watch this video. No further uh, hype on it. Uh, The hype will all come from Mika sitting here. And you let me know if this is something that Donald Trump's ever said. I've never heard him say it. He said some things I didn't know about recently. I found out he said he wanted to do red flag laws and stuff. But this one is news to me. Roll the clip of our dear friend, Joe Scarborough, very talented man, allegedly a conservative, uh, at least originally.
1: Have a responsibility to, to really to tune out the voices. Of of the haters of of the people that are constantly uh, double shilling and triple checking and shilling for him and suggesting Sick. that somehow they're being biased, bending over backwards, treating him like a normal candidate. He's not a normal candidate. He is running to end American democracy as we know it. He's an authoritarian. Who a, a court uh, in in Colorado two days ago ruled that that he led an insurrection against the United States government. He's charged with leading schemes to help overthrow the United States government. So, so if they want to frame it uh, that way, that's fine. If if you want to be fair, if you want to be fair, then you will frame this uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here, this authoritarian. It's really that simple. And by the way, Reverend when people go, oh, you can't compare him He's to past kidding. Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time, but may very well allow him to do this time or. A judicial system that will be ignored by Donald Trump and ran over by Donald Trump to create the greatest constitutional crisis of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. And if he is voted into office, then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying, you're going to look like idiots. Uh, because he will do, he will get away with, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Uh, j- just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. The only, again, the only thing that stood between him and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary.
0: That's really hard to listen to in so many ways. Um, the weirdest part for me, and probably also for you, number one, Mika has put on some weight and she doesn't look good. She looks like she's trying to be Donald Trump with that hair. Is she like a like a tranny Donald Trump kind of thing? Is that what's happening there? The weirdest thing for me is watching Al Sharpton, who is getting lectured by these two lunatics sitting at a desk. And he's going like, mm-hmm. I get paid to just nod and look you know, very severe. What a weird... What a weird job that guy has. It's weirder than my job sitting here and just talking to a screen and hanging out with Ryan in the mornings and uh, showing you poop videos of snakes. There's nothing stranger. By the way, if you didn't (laughs) watch on our Rumble channel, what you didn't know, the audio listener, is that we were showing you uh, the snake poop video from yesterday that I didn't show you then. And now you have. Uh, It wasn't actually Joe Biden making those noises, although we probably can imagine that they're actually worse on Joe Biden's end. You know that Donald Trump is going to do fascism because he had the opportunity to do fascism, but he didn't do the fascism because of the checks and balances that are built into the Constitution because of the federal judiciary, which is a co-equal branch of government that stops you from doing fascism. Do you think he thought about that stuff before he got rolling? Do you think Joe just like uh like winds himself up in the morning and just gets hyped up in, in a, a mirror and gives himself the good enough, smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like him thing, does the lemon face and the lion face routine, like uh Goodwill hunting. And then they just he just goes out and says crazy things, and his wife is over there going like, nah, nah. and do you notice he actually incorporated it's like the classic um sort of henpecked wife scenario where the wife will say something like, and he's a jerk. And he will be like, and, and you know, he's a jerk. He's a jerk because he, she's actually injecting thoughts into his head as it goes along. But the reason that we know that Donald Trump is going to imprison and execute and drive people from the country is because we have examples of it. And, uh, and I want to tell you, I'm one of those examples. I have been, uh, I've been imprisoned and then killed and driven from the country. And so has Ryan. Ryan was also, and so are all of you. You all actually don't live in the United States anymore. You thought you did, but you've actually been imprisoned and executed by Donald Trump. I guess he took that uh, one of those MAGA convoys that comes up and they just drove everybody out of the country. Right. How insane is it that you say this? He had an opportunity to do it. He didn't do it, but this time he's going to do it because we have these insane beliefs. That's what these people are about. And this kind of unhinged thinking, this like absolutely maniacal thought process that must exist, that you must have in order to be in these mainstream media jobs, to work for MSNBC, to even be Al Sharpton, who's nodding along and going like, yeah, that's a real problem there. That's a problem. Uh, King of the race hustlers, Al Sharpton. The only way that people, like they must internalize that and then they turn it into practice. And this is where it gets really dangerous because some people don't know that he's doing an act. I assume that's what it is. They look like a Saturday Night Live couple to me. Um, in fact, there's I went and saw this great picture of them and they were doing the kissy face like you see on our, our thumbnail. Can you throw the thumbnail up for a second, Ryan? The, the kissy face thumbnail that they have is actually, it's replicated on an SNL skit. Yeah, see, she doesn't look nearly as good in real life right now as she did there. And she doesn't look good to begin with. She looks like she's like a, human being that's been devoid of all her pigments. In any case, they, uh, they they did an SNL skit and it looks just like them. I was actually conned by the SNL skit. I was gonna go grab it for the thumbnail and then I was like, oh, that's actually not them. It just looks like them and they're as nauseating as those two are. Here's the problem. When it gets internalized, when it actually becomes, when it becomes something that people hear and they think is real, you get a story like Fox News is reporting about what happened on an Air Force base yesterday. We're gonna go ahead and throw that one up on the screen and I'm gonna read from you Air Force Base warns service members to avoid Patriot rally. They put Patriot in scare quotes, no less. A Patriot rally with speaker from a pro Trump group. Here's the subtext Text tells service members that participation could jeopardize their military career. That's weird. I was in the United States Air Force, and I wasn't uh, public anything at that point. I wasn't trying to get riled up about any of it. But what I wasn't uh, concerned about was being able to speak on my own free time in a way when I was out of uniform. The kind of the rule is if you give an official speech wearing your uniform and you you represent yourself as having the opinions of the United States Air Force or the U.S. Army or anything else, then that's a real problem. But if you are representing yourself in a private capacity— and I think that the, the rules may have even laxed on whether or not you could be in and out of uniform uh, in the chat. If any of you guys are active duty, let me know that uh, if they've sent this out. But the basic rule was if you're on your own time and you don't represent yourself, you can say, I'm a, you know, I'm a service member in this thing, but I'm just representing my own views. And my views are that I think Donald Trump is pretty good. You can do that. You can actually do that. This text message went out and warned that they should not be going to a downtown rally that featured not even Donald Trump, just a speaker who's associated with Donald Trump. And that is expressly Expressly a violation of the First Amendment. But that's how we've gotten to it. We've gotten there because we've got a a weaponized DOJ that is looking into members of the military and veterans and so on. And they're saying that uh, even though that these are First Amendment protected activities, you've left the military, you want to join an Oath Keepers group, you want to join a Patriot group, you want to join a militia group that trains and says the world might get spicy, it might get Western here, and I want to get better about it. You have the right to associate with people, the free association, the freedom of speech, the freedom to, to petition your government for the redress of grievances. These are all in the First Amendment. And when you have an FBI that's going to ignore that and say, yeah, you have a First Amendment, but also we're doing whatever we want and we've created this threat tag. So we're coming after you. It makes sense that you would have members of the Air Force in the public affairs division or the people who are handling the uh, base safety, probably something out of the security forces. Are going to send out a text messages warning you know there's always no-go zones i don't know if you guys have been around military bases but this is standard you get on briefings it's like look you can't go over there when i went to um, fort bragg I was there for a couple months doing training and they gave us this list of places you couldn't go. And most of them were basically brothels. They were like, you can't go to this strip club because there's a bunch of knife fights there and you're going to get stabbed by some member uh, of the army or some, you know, local and then bad things happen. And you can't go to this area because there's a bunch of Vietnamese hookers there. And uh, we actually drove through me and one of my team sergeants. We drove through this thing. It was a strip mall in the middle of nowhere. I can't remember what it was called for my life, but I feel like the name Sharky was involved. Anyhow, it doesn't make a difference. We drive through this thing. And if you just drive through it slowly, like all these Asian-looking prostitutes come walking out of the strip mall that otherwise doesn't have any lights on. It's very, very weird. So we drove through that, and we're like, okay, this is what it is. Like, the guys can't go there. There's always no-go zones. But to to call a Trump rally a no-go zone is absurd, and it's probably illegal. And most interestingly enough, members of Congress, thankfully, are saying that they're going to be facing a congressional hearing. Whoever was involved in that and whoever signed off on that, that text going out to warn service members they can't do it, that they would jeopardize their military career, those people need to be held accountable. And interestingly enough, there's enough public, you know, backswing that's saying that this stuff may actually go that route. We may be getting to the point where people are going to be held accountable. I'm I'm not super confident that it's going to happen in the the, the short term, but in the <laughs> long run, people are more and more aware that this stuff is actually toxic to our culture. And the hyperbole and the insanity is getting debunked by release of tapes and people like you that are listening and people that are not just going to mainstream media sources like CBS or NBC or MSNBC or ABC or whatever. Uh, They're not watching CNN and just taking that as gospel. They're going like, that doesn't sound right. And we actually have a pretty interesting video that Ryan grabbed me earlier today. Um, This was not one that we had initially looked at last night, but this is a video from a guy named Max Evans on Twitter. It's a really good chop up of some of the craziness. One of the main narratives that we're seeing debunked right now is the January 6th narrative. You guys all know this, it's coming our way. Let's do um, let's do this video and and kind of take a look at it because of course, Joe Scarborough's in there being nuts too, he's always being nuts. I just think he was extra nuts saying that uh, fascism was coming the second time because he didn't get it done the first time and that's how we know he was gonna do it. That's pretty crazy. This video is fun, go ahead and watch it. It's, it's a little long, so bear with us, but I think it's worth watching.
1: I was appalled like you, at the violence and destruction that we saw that day. I was appalled that you, our country's elected leaders, were victimized right here in these very halls. That attack, that siege, was criminal behavior, plain and simple, and it's behavior that we, the FBI, view as domestic terrorism. No further information. What we witnessed yesterday was not dissent, it was not protest, it was chaos. They weren't protesters. Don't dare call them protesters. They were a riotous mob, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists. It's that basic, it's that simple.
2: The White House staff knew that President Trump was willing to entertain and use conspiracy theories to achieve his ends. It was only after multiple hours of violence that President Trump finally released a video instructing the riotous mob to leave. Like
1: most Americans, I'm frustrated that six months after a deadly insurrection breached the United States Capitol for several hours on live television. I want to know what happened that day, but more importantly, I want all Americans to be able to trust the work this committee does
3: and get the facts out there free of conspiracy. I'd like to take a moment of my time to ask for a moment of silence for my fallen colleague, Officer Brian Sicknick, who died from injuries he sustained in the line of duty defending capital of our beloved democracy.
1: The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the capital after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. It was indeed a lie. 42-year-old Brian Sicknick served his country in Iraq only to be killed defending the capital. If they were willing to do that, then their dishonesty knew no limits.
3: Some wearing MAGA hats and shirts that said Trump 2020. They yelled, Joe Biden is not the president. Nobody voted for Joe Biden. I responded. I voted for Joe Biden. Does my vote not count? Oh, she had on a pink MAGA shirt. You said hey, this f- voted for Joe Biden, guys. Everybody wants to say that it was about politics and everything, but it was a large number of people in that crowd that were racist.
1: People were bludgeoned in the head with an American flag because of Donald Trump. If you attack our country, we go after you. We jail you. We throw away the key. These are Trump terrorists. Call them by their name. The Democrats in Congress, assisted by Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, lied about what happened that day. They are liars. That is conclusive. And that fact should prevent them from ever being taken seriously again.
0: And there it is, folks. They should not be taken seriously, but people continue to do it, which is why you get stuff like that coming out of the Air Force Base. You get lunatics like Joe Scarborough calling everybody that was involved in January 6th a Trump terrorist and the FBI director sitting in front of Congress telling you, that they consider it domestic terrorism, even though there is basically no real definition under federal law of what that looks like. It's essentially using violence to move forward a political ideology. What about all the people that were involved in the First Amendment activity of protesting and walking and petitioning for redress of grievances, which they were allowed to do? And how about all of the permitted positions that were taken up and all the things that were allowed to happen in the Capitol? They had stuff set up for speakers to come and, and do their thing. The narrative has always been pushed. We all knew it was false. It's very interesting to see it being debunked, and we are watching it get debunked. So that's good news. Uh, The saddest thing for me is that guy, Harry Dunn. I think I've said it on this show, but if not, I've definitely said it on Twitter a number of times. The people that work for the Capitol Police, although they may be very nice people, are essentially glorified federal security guards. They spend more time telling people where to go to the bathroom than they do practicing with a firearm or less than lethal munitions for crowd control by a factor of about 1,000. There's a thousand times or more that they tell people where a bathroom is versus practicing drawing their weapons or getting qualified on it. And it might be more than like, it might be more like 10,000. They don't do that. And you could tell Harry Dunn is basically illiterate. He's struggling to get through a statement that he didn't even write for himself. And he wants to do a moment of silence for someone who was not killed on January 6th. Totally bizarre. Luckily, like I said, the stuff is getting debunked. People are seeing it and they're going, oh, no, no, no. This is nonsensical. And I don't believe you. That's all good. The sad thing is, is we had to have to suffer through clips of this weird stuff where, you know, they're getting they're gonna get more and more unhinged. You can pretty much bet that when the rhetoric fails, they're going to double down on rhetoric and inflammatory language and sounding crazy because that's what get people riled up. And of course it lets us talk about them, which I don't hate. I don't hate talking about crazy people. I was a paramedic, man. Crazy people are kind of my bag. And I work for the FBI. So crazy people kind of flock to the FBI. You guys may know about this. I've seen some pretty fun things in my DMs that tell me that. There's a lot of crazy out there. I don't hate it. But um, but we shouldn't take it seriously. It should be used for what it is, which is comic relief. Let's say uh, let's say a little uh, thought over about uh, my pillow. We're gonna put, throw it up on the screen here. We'll do a quick sponsor. Uh, you guys can go to mypillow.com/kyle. Mypillow.com/kyle. We'll get you all the discounts. They're doing a Black Friday special this week, so that'll be the day after Thanksgiving. Though some of those discounts are already available right now. Looks like the uh, the bed sheet towels, or what do you call it, the big towels that they have that I was telling you about yesterday? Those things are actually knocked down like another eight or ten bucks. Um, so that's good news for those of you who are looking for the uh, the towel sheets, the 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 large bath towels um, into that. check out MyPillow.com slash Kyle. there you go. It'll if you put in promo code Kyle or you go to the website with my name on it, either one will get you the same discount anybody else does. and uh, you get squared away. Ryan was just showing me his slippers, which are which are my pillow slippers. and Ryan, you going you want to show him, you want to pull one off and just show people really quickly. he's he's refinishing a house folks. he's doing a bunch of drywall work. So those are the those are the things he's actually wearing. He's wearing MyPillow slippers, not hard toes, as, as OSHA would require. He's doing a bunch of construction work in his house. And he was telling me that he grabbed a little dustbuster or a shop back and it cleaned up perfectly. And he said it was going to make a commercial out of it so you may see some of that show up on our channel later on. Mypillow.com <laughs> slash Kyle. Pretty funny stuff. Um check it out. I know you guys have been using it. So we, we actually get an update every week about who's been using the uh, the my MyPillow and we appreciate it. We do, because they send us a little check and that keeps us going here. Um let's keep moving forward. Um, we're not done with the cringe yet folks, not, not by a long shot. There was an article that came out of the Daily Mail that I wanted to bring your attention to. And it's kind of interesting. There are consequences to sort of the woke pushing of strange gender stuff. Do we have that, that video from the Pope? Do we have that video? Um, yeah, yeah we do, definitely. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work this in, folks. We're doing this on the fly here, but there's an there's an article coming out of Daily Mail. Ryan's gonna throw it up on the screen right now. It says former editor of a left leaning website, The Recount, named Slade Somer, is charged with multiple counts of child pornography, and it's not just possessing and distributing. He was actually doing uh, production, which is easily the worst version of that crime. So. For your awareness, you may not need to know this kind of thing in your life, but you might as well understand what it is. This is what Steve Friend was actually dedicated to doing when he moved to Florida. The idea of child pornography investigations usually involve production and distribution. Those are the people you really want to go after. Possessing it is kind of like... That's like going after the drug user. It's gross. It's disgusting. When people have an egregious amount of child pornography, it usually indicates some other things about them. But but it's the people that are distributing it as a hub where they're sharing it actively with other people and they're moving that awful image or video or whatever around the world. Those people suck. And the people that are creating it are actually abusing children. And the FBI uses a term called VCAC. It's Violent Crimes Against Children. It's exactly what it is. These are crimes of violence. They are crimes of domination. And they basically destroy the kid from ever having a regular life. This person, Slade Somer, 44 years old, was arrested on a Friday being charged with the possession and distribution of hundreds of items of child abuse material. Um, and it was actually more like thousands from what we've read down here. The, the crazy piece of the story is, is he lost his job, but not because of that. He was released on bail for $100,000. He pled not guilty to two counts. Two counts of possession of child pornography and two counts of dissemination of child pornography. So possession, and dissemination. But when you read into the story further, you find out that this guy's background is actually really disturbing in so many ways. One of the things that was most disturbing to me is that he was celebrated not long ago. And he was also, this is going to shock you, he was a camp counselor at a nonprofit in New York. He worked as the co director for Camp Power for years. And apparently, when they came in, they traced his IP address. They found that there was footage of an 11 year old boy touching himself, and this uh, this guy, Somer, was also filmed instructing a young person, doesn't say the age, on how to perform particular acts. Uh, all of this stuff is nauseatingly, disgustingly, like someone needs to be gutted and pinned to a pole as they bleed out kind of thing. You know, a lot of people have always said, like, throw them into the wood chippers. That may be too good for them, even feet first. Wood chippers are pretty fast. This stuff is horrible because it ruins another life for their entire life. Um, interestingly enough, he was the head editor at this place called The Recount, And he was the co-founder of a thing called the Hyper Vocal News Site. Uh, He was working at SiriusXM for a little bit and another group called Mike, which is a um, a media production company. He lost his job after he'd been there for four years at this company, The Recount, but not because of the child pornography charges, not because he was a creep. He lost his job because they were just doing some basic downsizing and they were trying to restructure. This is the actual quote. He's no longer the editor chief because the company restructure exercise in early October decided to focus on different editorial content and commercial planning. And he's only facing 15 years if convicted of all the charges for destroying children. The thing that was very newsworthy to me as well is that Fox News was citing a BuzzFeed article from 2018 entitled, People Are Touched by This Writer's Conversation with a Bunch of Fourth-Graders. It basically involved him going to a fourth-grade classroom that his mother was a teacher of, okay, and there's a quick screenshot that's on the, uh, the the Daily Mail news site if you guys decide to go there, and it just says he's a 38-year-old writer, so obviously this is a number of years ago, right? He's uh, six years ago. He's initially conflicted with how to answer the question of where he lived and who lived with him because that's what, um, you know, fourth-graders really care about, and He he looked at his mother who basically mouthed, go ahead. And he said, I'm going to come out to all these young kids. And I live with my boyfriend because it's always about this. It's these creeps. Why would you want to do a drag show in front of little kids? Because you want little kids to see you doing drag. Somebody mentioned this on on social media one time. I saw it and it's like, yeah, this is the, the obvious question. If you're just a drag queen, if you're just someone who wants to dance around and you just want to be seen for who you really are. Why don't you go to old folks' homes, retirement communities? Why don't you go dance for a bunch of old people that one, won't remember it tomorrow, and two, need the company. They would love to have you hanging out with them and dancing around in your weird drag. And they won't even know if you're a man or a woman, and they don't care. They just like the music and the beat and... They're like my grandmother, they'll forget it the next day. God bless her. She's like in her 90s and and has no memory at all, like a goldfish. But she's one of the happiest people who has no memory because she's surrounded by love. And if she was surrounded by drag queens dancing around, I don't think it would bother her, it'd be fine. It'd be like, oh, today was piano day. She wrote that in her journal. Today was like some weird stripper lady doing her thing, wrote that in her journal. It wouldn't matter, but instead they wanna be around kids. They always wanna be around kids. It's flippin' nauseating. It makes me wanna puke. And of course, eventually some of them are gonna end up in child pornography. Think about that 15-year sentence though, just for you guys to be aware. How many proud boys that we had on the show were sentenced to more than 15 years for walking. How about Enrique Tario, who was sentenced for being in a hotel room when the January 6th stuff happened. And that is why when Joe Scarborough says the judiciary is the only thing that's going to keep Donald Trump in place, um I guess I guess that's I guess that's one position to take. It certainly has aggressively gone after Donald Trump supporters. And they're they're certainly attempting to do it with the uh, 90-plus indictments they have into him in the state and the federal level. But I'm not sure we have a lot of faith in that as conservatives, because it doesn't seem like it's very fair. This guy, facing 15 years mandatory, seems awfully light. It seems awfully light. Or how about the death sentence for Matthew Perna that we heard about when he was threatened with counterterrorism charges, the the idea of a, a terrorist enhancement, and he hung himself. That's a death sentence. That's what happens. And they did it simply out of a threat. Are they threatening this guy? With the same thing, is this guy going to have the dignity to, to hang himself, which he probably should have done anyway? Is that going to happen? Probably not. There's an awful lot of people in this country that are living in a place because we have gotten rid of shame, and we probably should have a lot more of it. Unfortunately, um, shame is something that we kind of need. We kind of need it. It's a useful tool, and we've decided to to normalize and allow absolute weirdos. This may be weird Wednesday, but like the weirdos that are out there, they're coming for your kids. They've been told it's okay. They're allowed to do that. You're the bigot. You're the ones who are to blame. Ah, all right. Let's keep moving. This is a little bit more, um, a little bit more bad news, I would say, but it, but it's not the bad news they think it is. I, I, I follow things like Wired magazine. I don't know if you guys uh, ever watch or read stuff coming out of them. They do some of the best reporting on privacy. Interestingly enough, tech people tend to be pretty lib. Oh, God, I got to break away with the story. I was at the Apple store yesterday. I don't know if you guys ever go into an Apple store, but every single Apple store is the same. And every single one of them is the worst store I've ever been in. Ryan, you ever go into an Apple store? You ever like go and stop? In yeah, their, many times, my friend. The retail stores. Oh, yeah. Why are they like that? It's like going into somebody's like chaotic house party where nobody knows what's going on and you don't know anybody. I I go in there and it's like, there's people wearing the Apple shirt and they're busy and they're walking around, like looking at their phones. And then there's people that are there and they're buying something or they're touching. I I don't know if they pay people to just hang out there, but they're like touching on the computers and playing. And nobody is there to do basic commerce. It's like, I have a return. I want to make a purchase. You go in there and you're like, I'd like to buy a $6,000 computer today. And they're like, well, do you have an appointment? I was like, no, I have a credit card and I have money to buy a $6,000 product, the most expensive thing that you're selling. Can I buy it? Well, you're gonna to have to come back when you have an appointment. Oh, and unfortunately, because Mac makes some of the best stuff for what I do now, I am kind of stuck. So I actually go home and I just buy it like a turd, uh, even though I'm furious about it. <laughs> Yesterday I go to the stupid Mac store and I'm walking around in the back and there's like a kid and he doesn't, they went in, Ryan talked me into this new mouse folks. This is like why the show looks so good right now. It's because of this new mouse. It's almost exclusively because of the mouse. And I went to go buy the mouse and the guy was like, oh, the mouse doesn't do what you want it to do. Yeah, Ryan's wrong. And it turns out Ryan's actually right. They had a trackpad. I ended up buying the trackpad. Then I bought two of the mice. So now this is literally, this is why the Kyle Seraphim show continues to grow in production because I have multiple mice because I keep buying these things. Um, I always come who told them not to buy the trackpad. Yeah. You told me not to buy the trackpad and I bought the trackpad anyway, and I had to go return it and I'm surrounded by these retards. But all that is to say is that in theory, I would say tech people, generally speaking, lean towards liberal but not necessarily leftist. And some of them have this very libertarian type mindset about freedom, which is good. We actually need these people on our side because they build cool platforms, they know good things. And more importantly, in the case of this particular article, the people at Wired, who I probably would not enjoy hanging out with and probably have house parties that look like going into a Macintosh store or an Apple store where everyone's just kind of milling about and like on their phones, which I hate, they, they are doing some decent reporting about government surveillance programs. They were the ones who broke stories about Pegasus. If you guys remember, I went on Dan Bongino's uh, Fox show back when that was a thing, and I did some of the stuff about Pegasus. We talked about Phantom, which is another program made by NSO, which is a spyware company out of Israel. And this particular article came out this week. It says, secretive White House surveillance program gives cops access to trillions of U.S. phone records. Now, here's the problem with being a lefty who generally leans toward a libertarian, but you also probably voted for Biden. You probably don't know anybody in law enforcement or nobody in law enforcement that knows how these things actually worked is willing to talk to you. So you get this bizarre kind of moment where they're reporting on something that's actually probably a real problem, but I don't think they got to the actual root of what that problem is. So it says Wired a- a Magazine analyzed a leak police document which verifies a secretive government program that allows federal, state, and local law enforcement to access phone records of Americans who are not suspected of a crime. Yeah, that's the real problem, isn't it? A violation of your civil liberties when you're not actually accused of a crime. We've been singing that song here at the Kyle Serafin Show for quite a while. The fact of the matter is, is when you start building intelligence apparatus, whether it be out of the NYPD, whether it be out of the state police, or whether it be out of the FBI or DHS or anyone else, when you start playing with the game of intelligence, you drop the burden and probable cause that somebody actually committed a crime or that there's an allegation that a crime was committed doesn't exist anymore. And that is basically the major stepping stone or departure from a law enforcement agency to a secret police. There's no other way around it. I think George Hill said it very well. I know Sebastian Gorka has said it very well when we've spoken. It is surveillance that is not tied to a specific crime, right? Think about what your your obvious ideas of a police state, of a KGB, of a totalitarian institution. When we talk about secret police, they have the ability to spy on you and they don't have to accuse you of a crime. Your crime can be thought. It can be um, bad association. It could be going to a Trump rally and you're in the Air Force and then suddenly OSI is checking into you. That's a real problem. We're going to read this article in just a second. I'm going to have to refresh with some coffee. We've got to do it. We've got to keep it going. We've got to wet the whistle. So little-known surveillance program tracks more than a trillion domestic phone records in the United States. You can see it's like fuel. According to a letter that Wired obtained, was sent to U.S. Senator Ron Wyden um, and was sent to the Justice Department challenging the program's legality. Here's the real problem, too. We're going to talk about the legality of it because it turns out Congress is also part of the issue. The letter uh, states the surveillance program now known as the Data Analytical Services, DAS, has been known for more than a decade as Hemisphere, using a technique known as chain analysis. That's going to be the multiple jumps or the one or two hops. The program targets not just those in direct contact with a criminal suspect, but anyone who the subjects uh, or the individuals that are being uh, accused of criminal activity have been in contact with as well. Let's break that down. Ryan goes out and gets involved in -in fill-in-the-blank crime. Ryan calls me every day because we do the show. I'm now able to be targeted and have my phone records pulled and the people that I call, let's say Diane Seraphine in the chat, or FBI Panty Raid, who I reach out to on a fairly regular basis because he wants to show me his little deer, uh, the spike buck, which by the way, if you guys don't think that our show has consequences in your marriage, you're wrong. FBI Panty Raid told me that his wife heard me and assumed that I was making fun of the size of his deer. I would never do that. The size of the deer that you shoot has nothing to do with the skill of the hunter. That's ridiculous. Anybody knows that. Uh, sometimes you just want to Sometimes you just want to, uh, you know, harvest meat. That's a reasonable thing to do. So, according to this letter, what they're doing is they're doing multiple hops away from alleged criminal subjects, and when they do that, they're able to get into the records of other people. Now, what are they getting? Are they getting your 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 data? Are they getting the actual text messages? Are they getting the the audio recordings of your phone calls? Those are called wiretaps, right? In theory, those are not easily accessible. Those are actually protected under federal wiretap laws, and that's true under Title. What is it called? Title three. What it said was, is that these things are actually using chain analysis. They're doing um, individuals that are involved with, and the program used to be called something else. One of the fun things about government programs is they always change the name so that whatever it is you're referring to is always old and not real. Um, It used to be known as hemisphere. So the question goes like this in front of Congress. Are you analyzing Americans phone records through a program called hemisphere? Is that what you're involved in? And they go, uh, NSA goes, no, 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 no. We, um, we discontinued Hemisphere uh, of, of four years ago. Oh, I'm really happy to hear that. And they never follow up with, has that program been renamed? And do you have the same capabilities under a different name? If so, what is the name? The name is the Data Analytics Service, which DAS sounds very innocuous. Hemisphere actually sounds kind of like a Bond villain game, right? So what does it do? It allows uh, analysis of U.S. call records by law enforcement agencies all the way from local police departments, and sheriff's deputies, all the way up to customs offices and postal inspectors, which have very broad authorities, by the way. The Postal Service is one of the most underutilized um, investigative areas. People do not realize how much power the post office has. They've actually taken uh, the authority for the internet investigations in many ways, the, because because of the because of mail, because of email, because the word mail is the same as the word mail, I guess, I don't know. Uh, the Postal Service does a ton of stuff. In any case, long and short is, Apparently, Merrill Garland even uh, was able to be informed that there may be some questionable legality here that, uh, and that people would be outraged. Rightly so. You wouldn't want your toll records. Now, a lot of this comes through the uh, telecom giant AT&T. And they say here in the article, it captures and conducts analysis of U.S. call records. And they store a significant amount of history. Now, some of this is required by law and some of it is not required by law. And it's just done because AT&T wants a lot of data on you. When we worry about big tech, what we're not really worried about is the technology. We're worried about the amount of data that they are keeping on you. That's the real piece. How much data are they storing? And in this case, significant amounts. It says there's no law that requires AT&T to store decades worth. Imagine that. The phone calls you've made for a decade. How about two decades? Um, I've been married to my wife for just over 10 years. So they probably have more than that. They have back when I was dating my wife, I guess. Um, that, that's a long time ago. That was another lifetime. I didn't have children. I was a totally different person. Like many of you were, if you were before your, you know, before a job, let's say you were in the military and you got out, you had a very different experience of life. They're holding all this stuff. Does it show who you are today? No. Could it be used in an investigation? Yes. And are they necessarily required to keep all this information? The answer is no. Now, how much are they required to keep we're going to go to federal law to actually tell you there's a, a website called law.cornell.edu it's also known as uh, the legal information institute and this is the cfr the code of federal regulation the uh, the way that things tend to work in the federal government is that we have two basic structures where statute comes from one of them is usc us code and that's the, the the laws that are passed by Congress. And then there's the Code of Federal Regulations, which are actually the way that these laws are actually implemented. In this case, 47 CFR 42.6. Yeah, that's a lot. It's 47 CFR, which has to do with the Electronic Code of Federal Regulations. The, the uh, telecommunications section is Title 47. And then specifically, Part 42 is the Preservation of Records of Communication Common Carriers. And we'd have to go through deeply. We could do a, probably a whole show about what a common carrier is and what it's not. But the specific requirement for them to retain what are called toll records, which is what we're talking about in this particular thing, is that they are required to retain them. They shall retain them for a period of 18 months. Shall. They, they must. They are required to. They shall retain them for a period of 18 months. They don't say that they can't retain them for longer. So what it is doing is they are making all these carriers, AT&T, T-Mobile, and so on. When somebody writes search process, when they want to go out there and get what's called a national security letter or they get a subpoena. National security is the national uh, security side of things, national security letters versus an actual subpoena where you go to a grand jury and you get it written up for an administrative subpoena. You get these records and you can ask for as far back as you want. You could say from inception to date. That's usually the way people do it from the time that this account was created all the way till now. The carriers don't have to hold more than 18 months, but the carriers do hold more than 18 months because they want all that information on you. And so the thing that Congress should be doing is they should probably be working on limiting the amount of this stuff if they're going to do anything at all. What they've done is they've said there's a minimum amount that you must have. You must have at least 18 months worth of records because there were some old, like these things were written in the 80s. The original version of this stuff passed looked like in October of 1986. And if you remember October of 1986, which I vaguely do, we didn't have cell phones. You couldn't carry your phone everywhere you went. You didn't have the ability to pick up a phone out of your jeans pocket and dial up anybody at any time just because you thought of it. Uh, great example. I walk around Costco. I look up. My wife is gone with the, uh, the baby carriage, and I've got the cart and one of the kids. I'm like, where the heck did she go? I pick up the phone, and I call her. That was not possible For most of American history and most of the times when these laws were written, you couldn't just think about somebody and then dial them up. No way. So all of these records are showing way, way more of our lives than they used to. The odds are this was actually originally written so that people could go back and they could save uh, you know, issues with billing. I don't think these were written for law enforcement purposes. I might do a little bit more deeper dive in this over the weekend because I, I kind of want to know what these records are all about. But they're useful for law enforcement uh, enforcement in a big, big way because you can see who people are talking to. And again, like I said, the accessibility of having it in your pocket changes the game for what that data means and what the real time sort of access to who are in people's circle when they talk to them and so on. It used to be you had to go to a physical location and people used to go to pay phones, <laughs> which is also really funny that you could go to a pay phone and suddenly nobody knows who you are. Oh, it came from a pay phone. Uh, how many fingerprints are on it? All the fingerprints are on it. Useless. But now we have a very different animal. Uh, Folks, Ryan, just let me know. We've got a fair number of you sitting in the chat, a pretty good uh, crowd turnout here. So if you are not hitting the thumbs up on Rumble, we would appreciate it. If you did, make sure that it turns green on Rumble.com slash Kyle Serafin. If you're listening somewhere else, why are you doing that? Come to Kyle Serafin's Rumble page. That is going to be Rumble.com slash Kyle Serafin. Get the thumbs up. I actually like because before the show starts, there's a bunch of you that hit the thumbs up. You do it preemptively. You think that it's going to be good. I can very much appreciate that, but I don't need you to do it when the show's going if you want. There's also one or two people that push the thumbs down, which I assume are our federal agents that don't like it, but they have to watch our show. Thanks for watching. Anyway, guys, I hope it red pills you. I hope it moves you into a fa- place where you believe in constitutional um, protections for the American civil liberties instead of thinking that you should regulate Air Force members before they go to a pro-free speech, pro-Trump rally, which they are entitled to go to. Pretty strange stuff. We have uh, a couple things. Like I said, there's a, there's a concept in the military of bohica. We're talking about military members and some of them getting like really screwed over. There's a concept called Bohica, B-O-H-I-C-A, and Ryan's gonna splash it up here on the screen for you guys to see it. If you've never seen this before, if you've never heard this acronym, that this is a patch and that this is some guy who's selling shirts. This is a really good visual for you. Bohica stands for Bend Over. Here it comes again. It's kind of a crude analogy for when you're working in government military service, if you're in the law enforcement world or if you work for you know one of the uh, DOD entities, you're going to experience what they either call the blue or the green weenie. I heard this many times. Big Air Force is the blue weenie. The Navy is the blue weenie. The Army and the Marine Corps experience the green weenie. The weenie is the same regardless of what color it is. You're going to get screwed by the fact that you are doing that job bojica bend over here it comes again and you'll see there's a a little visual of a guy with his head to the ground just kind of holding on to his forehead and his butts up in the air and it's just a thing that guys do to uh to to deal with the trouble of being in that type of service where you just know you're going to get screwed over it sucks it sucks but it's going to happen this is a video that's going to probably upset you people it's probably going to upset you it's a military service member he was in the army he was a specialist and he got out, he's doing a video of separation as he's leaving base, his last day in uniform. And a lot of you guys saw this cause it was viral on social media, but we're gonna play it real quick. Let's throw it up here on the screen. Let's watch this video of this guy. We'll do a little bit of commentary afterwards, but this is a classic and sad Bohica moment, I would say. Roll the video if you would, uh, number three.
2: wanna share something with you guys today. I wanna to holler, I wanna scream, I wanna yell but it won't do any good. Um, Today is gear turn-in day for me. Turn in all the gear that I've collected over the last four years of being active duty with the Army, with the 82nd Airborne Division. Two years ago, my unit deployed to Afghanistan for the Afghanistan withdrawal. We spent a few weeks over there. It was hectic, it was chaotic, it was disgusting. And it made me very disappointed in our government. Today, I'm reminded of how disappointed I am in our government. Go to turn in my gear. They want to charge me $500 to $1,000 for gear that I was ordered to leave in Afghanistan two years ago. Because as the last two birds were sitting on the tarmac, ready to leave, there wasn't any room for extra gear, extra weight. Therefore, we were told to leave it. Some lower enlisted dudes, including myself, were like, "No, this stuff is expensive. I'm not leaving this. I'm gonna get charged for this when it comes time to leave." Don't worry, we're gonna catch you on the back end. You we know, we'll flipple it. Now it's time to get out of the army, and they just want they want to charge you for for that. Meanwhile, we can continue to give millions of dollars to the Taliban. We can give billions of dollars to Ukraine. We can give billions of dollars to student debt relief. We can give a bunch of stupid stimulus checks. We can cut those to the American people. But we can't cover 500 to to $1,000 for a dude that left gear in Afghanistan. For a dude that left gear in a place that you put me to begin with. The government is so stinking backwards right now, man. This administration's last priority is the American people. And, and inside of the American people, their last priority is their soldiers, their Marines, their airmen, their, their, their Navy. So messed up, man. I thought today was going to be bittersweet getting out. But I'm just so happy to separate. I'm very, very excited to stop serving my government and just getting started serving my country. It's sad.
0: That is exactly the way I think a lot of people are feeling. The guy's an E4. He's a specialist. He's a lower enlisted dude, in his own words. It was the same thing. I get that. And he just said it in such a clear and concise way. Getting ready to stop serving the government and start serving the country. I know Garrett O'Boyle has that same sensation. I know Garrett O'Boyle has some of those same experiences. They're both wearing the combat infantry badge. He had airborne wings as well. You can just imagine the betrayal that comes in. You know what betrayal looks like as somebody who's kind of experienced it from our government? Betrayal looks like you have an expectation of something happening and you have some trust that it's going to go the way it's supposed to go and then you get stabbed in the back. If somebody stabbed you in the back and you didn't know them and you didn't have any expectation they're going to look out for you, then you're like, oh, okay. It was like random violence. That sucks. That's just a bummer, as my daughters love to tell me. That's a bummer. But if somebody you trust stabs you in the back then that's betrayal and betrayal hurts and it's and it cuts pretty deep and that guy was betrayed if we can find out who he is if you guys find out who he is and he's still on the hook for that 500 or a thousand dollars i'll cut him a check for it myself um straight up no holds Uh, he probably has had someone already handle that but if not i'll do it um you know we're not rich here but uh i'll write over our rumbles earnings which by the way it looks like we just made it number one on the on the live leaderboard for the uh, podcast for the day sure did you want to throw that on the screen that's first time yeah, that's not yeah, nothing. That's the Thanks. first thing we've ever done that. Yeah, folks, we appreciate you guys uh, going out there and pushing this stream forward. It's making a kind of a kind of a fun little moment to watch us climb up on there. This is the live podcast. Ryan will throw it up on the screen. There it is. Look at that. Bam. With that ugly picture of Mika and Joe. Pretty fun. So. We're, uh, We've never we're, been number one before. That's no. pretty badass. We're, Sorry, we're moving up. <laughs> we're moving up, folks. <laughs> so we do appreciate this. Yeah, folks, if you if you have that video, go ahead and um and Ryan, keep an eye on the chat. Somebody will throw it in there. If if he's not gathering money, we'll send him some money too. I'm more than happy to contribute to that because uh, I know what that's like. I I know you're making like eighteen thousand dollars a year, twenty thousand dollars a year. That's rough in this environment, even if your 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 cost of living is always covered. So um Yeah. If you guys grab it, send it to my DMs on Twitter if you guys get the link. Thanks. There, there you go. And mine are always open as well. Um let's do a um let's do a thanks to a couple sponsors here. I don't I don't I wanna stack them up back to back, but we got a good audience here, folks. If you'll pay attention to our sponsors, we're gonna show you something that you've never seen before, something that just showed up in my feed that you're gonna like. It's a, a good way to end Weird Wednesday. Let's do uh sponsors first. So let's say thanks to Patriot Coolers who I've got sitting here on my desk. I'm drinking the coffee. You guys saw it through the day. This is my black this is my black 19-ounce travel mug, which fits nicely into a, a cup holder. Check out Patriot Coolers with an S on the end, patriotcoolers.com. Use promo code KYLE, K-Y-L-E. That'll save you 10% right now. I'm working on getting the discount. I just got in touch with my guy, Marcus. He uh, He's sometimes slow to get back to me because they're pretty busy uh, slinging out these gears to you. But we're gonna get a a special Christmas discount. So if you're holding off on one of the bigger items and you wanna buy one as a gift for somebody, outstanding gift, it says Patriot on them. They look fantastic, they handle very well. They're a great durable company that I've been carrying since like 2017. I was carrying this exact tumbler. Since I think late 2017, when I was on surveillance, I took it to 20 plus states with me. It went all over the place in the pandemic. There's a little sticker because my wife hates these that I put these on, but I put stickers on Or we put the one over here, which I just drank already. Uh, This one has got Garrett O'Boyle sticker on it from the website. So check out patriotcoolers.com. Again, use our promo code K-Y-L-E. It'll save you 10%. I will let you know. We'll make a big thing. I'll send it on my social media if we can bump it up to 15, which I think we should be able to do. That's the commission we get. We get 5% commission out of all of it. So I'll just wave that over to you. They pay us a little bit of money to put it on. and um, They're good people. They really are, and I'd like to see them be successful. They are an American company out of Houston, Texas. And while we're talking about Patriots, let's do another one for patriots.com slash Kyle. So that one actually has a slash on it. It's the number four, the word patriots.com. Slash Kyle. This is the website that's going to take you to the emergency preparation deals. These are the deals that they've set up for our listeners. Uh, the ones that I'm most interested in there, which we've got ordered on. Uh, I'll give you guys a, a live taste test. Actually, at some point, we've got the uh, the emergency food bars, which are like a lemon cake. They're a shortbread. They're about 30 bucks. You can throw them in your uh, your packaging. Just wrap them up. Keep them in your truck in case you guys get stuck somewhere. Is it supposed to be like a lifetime food replacement where you eat nothing else? Are you supposed to go on the emergency food diet? No. No. You are not. Don't do that. But if you need calories, and anybody who's ever done anything hard in a woodland environment, if you've ever done a survival or an evasion kind of thing like at Sears School, man, you can eat a rabbit that you catch or try to catch some squirrels. That sucks. These food bars are way better. We did a couple-day uh, camping trip about 10 years ago with my buddies, and we went around. It was called the, uh, was it called the Eagle Loop, the Eagle Rock Loop, maybe, somewhere in Arkansas, and we did a 26-mile. Uh, by the way, I was the only one who finished it. No big deal. Um, and I did it running because I'm a lunatic. But- uh, <laughs> <laughs> they promised me Waffle House at the end, uh, which is better than emergency food. Waffle House is always great. But if you need to be on the run and you got to put it in your bag, maybe you think the FBI is coming for you and you want to stash a GORUCK somewhere outside in the backyard, kaboom, get yourself some survival food from 4 slash Kyle. Again, 4patriots.com slash Kyle. Steve Friend told me he's going to be stashing rations out in the Florida swamps so he can run away from the Bureau when they come for him, which I think sounds fun. They don't have a really good track record of running down people, do they? They seem pretty pretty weak at it. Um, Oh, Steve would give them a run for their money. (laughs) Oh, Steve's a freak too. Steve runs like 12 miles a day. So a 28 mile or a 30 mile run, like he would be worse than Harrison Ford and the Fugitive to try to run down. Steve would be the worst possibility. (laughs) He'd be wearing almost nothing except his Ranger panties from uh, the Suspendables, Website which we can throw up there too. The dispendablescom I'm wearing. Somebody asked about the shirt. I was wearing this on Friday, I think. I was wearing the green line version. This is the blue line. I got both. I got the military time, which I which I wore more greens than anything else. I never wore Air Force blues except when I was in trouble, which happens sometimes. So I wore the uh, the green, and then that's the that's the last line. Substack or last line strength. This is a uh, Garett O'Boyle's. Substack, this is the uh, the last line strength. It just lets you know that we are at the last line right now. Go to the-suspendables.com. I think there's a whole bunch of orders coming out. Garrett was like working in the sweatshop yesterday quite a bit, packing things up. His wife makes him slave away and send you guys all these great packages. I think a couple of them are waiting on some of the new lapel pins that are showed up. So expect that. And then you'll notice, whoa, patches, PVC patches out there. If you guys want to throw this on your plate carrier, if you want to do it, if you're a CrossFit gym kind of person and you want to show off your Suspendables merch, remember, the Eagle is down, even though you could wear it both ways. The Eagle is down on the Suspendables badge. It is worn just like you're seeing there on the screen. Eagle down. Um, cool colors. They got the subdued. He's got the the desert. He's got the uh, the woodland, and he's got the, uh, the the classic black and white. So anyway, check those out. Those are pretty neat. Uh, I think you can add them. We'll it's make sick. some deal. We'll make a little patch deal for you guys, too. We'll put something together in a bundle. So check out the-suspendables.com. Get a cart ready for Christmas. It's coming up. It is Christmas. It's not the holidays. It's Christmas. Um, let's end on a really weird note. I think I think we're going to skip out on the Obama communism thing for today. I've got a video of Obama doing communism. Let's just do the, the tranny video because it's, it's weird Wednesday, and I want you guys to walk out smiling. Let's play a strange video. There's two things that are wrong with this video. I'll tell you what they are after we watch the video. Let's go ahead and play that one if you would, Ryan
3: women
1: and they are all going today on a bus to the Vatican to have lunch with Pope Francis. On Sunday, the Pontiff hosted a lunch for more than 1,000 people to mark the Catholic Church's World Day of the Poor. Francis's friendship with the Torvianica trans community began during Italy's strict COVID-19 lockdown when Father Andrea Conocchia found sex workers showing up at his church asking for help to survive. The Vatican stepped in, providing food, medicine, hygienic supplies, and even
3: vaccines. This lady has a very deep voice.
0: That's the deepest Italian voice lady I've ever seen.
3: Claudia Victoria Salas and Laura Esquivel were given Lara a seat at the Pope's Esquivel. table. That's a Laura Esquivel. And
0: she also has kind of a bassy voice. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. There's two things that are really weird about that. Number one, I didn't know that there were 120 trans people that were hanging out in Italy. That seems strange to me and that they all wanted to get on a bus together. Uh, And the weirder thing is that the Pope invited them to the Vatican and had them sit at his table. Those were all men dressed up like women who sound like men. Uh, Even in Italian, you can hear it. It's actually easier in Italian to hear that they don't sound anything like women. They don't look anything like him either. The saddest thing about the trans movement is that it's made ugly women and masculine women um, always suspect of having a penis. That's probably the saddest thing about it for me, because whenever (laughs) I see ugly women now, I go like, oh, is that a dude? I would have never done that 10 years ago. And now you all do it, too. And you know you do it. You're like, is that a dude? That's gross. And that's sad. And I feel bad for women. Men have ruined that. But women, some of you allowed it. Um, the lib women's, the Mika Brzezinski's of the world definitely made that thing happen. Let's wrap this sucker up. It's weird Wednesday, but we should shut it down. You guys got a life to go. This is uh, Thanksgiving Eve. We'll probably record something for you tomorrow or we'll play you one. There will be a live show tomorrow. Um, it It may be tape delayed. So we may just throw it up on there. I'll join you in the live chat either way. And um, we look forward to seeing you guys. Somebody said the crying game. <laughs> thanks, Michelle. That's great. The freaking crying game. All right, let's sew it up. Uh, we're listening to the Kyle servant show. If you're not hitting the thumbs up on Rumble, you are wrong. So fix yourself. We would appreciate it if you do. We want to say thanks to all of you that are leaving us the reviews. We're cleared the 800 mark. We're now setting our sights on a thousand. Uh, put one on Apple and we will read it on the show like this one from Jeff K.J. Kyle is a true patriot. Five stars. Kyle's a true patriot. He should be in charge of the FBI. Listen to him. And Dan Bongino, all the news you need. Love it. I uh, really appreciate that, Jeff. We're bringing you some news, some commentary, some humor, some snakes pooping randomly forever. You want to throw these uh, rumble rants on the screen and we're going to say hi? There it is. Chad Zodi in there saying, being here makes me a better suspendable. Good morning, fam. We appreciate you, Chad Zodi, for always being here with us. Tack Penis, can't say it enough. Fascism is on the left side of the political spectrum, not the right. I think there's a strong argument to be made for that. Tack Penis also saying, folks, I know for a fact an active source says the FB, uh, that the eight. Air, U.S. Air Force has gone woke as hell. They even have pronoun spots in email signatures. We know that. Go back and watch Matt Lohmeyer's episode that we did. And, of course, Eric James is saying, fun disabled vets, uh, do not comply, and God wins. We appreciate that so much. Is there one more? And Lemon Zinger, who screwed up my MMA thing the other day, Lemon Zinger, who just became a monthly supporter, said loving the show today must be that magic mouse. Here it is, folks. It's the magic mouse. This is the this is secret Secret Ingredient. We appreciate all you guys joining us. We hope you do so again at 0930 on weekdays. We will see you again tomorrow. Like I said, might be a tape show, but I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday, and God bless you guys as you prep for Thanksgiving, a day when we celebrate the things we are grateful for. I'm grateful for you.
1: Thanks for listening to the Kyle Serafin Show, streamed live weekdays on Rumble.com slash Kyle Serafin. Follow Kyle on Twitter, Truth Social, and Instagram at KyleSerafin.com.